Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got our Round 15 full review. Obviously, the last week uh, before we head into Origin 2. Uh, then we've got Round 16. Then we've got a buy round. So it's going to be a pretty disruptive week or so of football here. Obviously, hopefully Round 16, we get to see a lot of the Origin guys back up. It will be a minimum of five days since their last game. So fingers crossed, a lot of guys back up there. But Round 15, uh, a couple of blowouts in this round, which we're not overly keen of, but I just think it's the reality of some of the top teams in this competition whenever they face the bottom teams this is just how it is at the moment and it's up to the bottom teams to improve themselves we can pitch and whine and we can say go back to the old rules mate football has never been more exciting than what it is right now when you've got two teams that know how to play it uh, I, I really want the bottom teams to start improving and to get themselves back up there but I understand both sides of the argument we kicked off uh, with a blowout at Suncorp Stadium 46-0 South Sydney Rabbitohs over the Broncos, one of their worst losses at Suncorp Stadium uh, that we've ever seen. And the South Sydney Rabbitohs, they were unreal. Led by Cody Walker, he had an absolute blinder on Thursday night. He was sensational. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, a bit of a mixed bag, still strong. Dane Gagai was very good. Campbell Graham, sensational. Cam Murray. Uh, Cam Murray has to be up there as one of the best forwards in our game. He was unreal the other night. Extremely impressive. Another guy that scored a try that I was very happy for was Harm Sele, a guy that I've been a big fan of for a long time. Uh, really good to see him score a try. Another guy that scored his first try for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He's crossed the line feels like to me four or five times just hasn't managed to get the ball down or it's gone out or it's knocked on there's always been something wrong forward passes whatever it might be Tane Milne he's already wasted about three of his best celebrations he finally got one the other night which was sensational to see uh, Alex Johnson scored a couple of tries in this game as well a guy that a lot of our super coach players have been very keen on uh, but yeah it was the night for South Sydney they were sensational the Broncos very very disappointing Outside of Matt Lodge, God, they were disappointing. Uh, Matt Lodge had a massive game. He was unreal. But outside of that, very disappointing. One guy that is starting to grab my attention a little bit is Rabati. Uh, obviously, if Tavita Pangai Jr. leads, potentially Matt Lodge could be leaving as well. So this guy, he could be coming very prominent. So keep an eye on him as far as Supercoach goes. But South Sydney, 46-0. And look, I've got to tell you, 
I don't think that was anywhere near South Sydney's best. I think they were about a seven and a half out of ten in that game, to be honest with you. They've still got a lot to work on, and they're going to be a very scary prospect come the back end of the season. I think for Wayne Bennett, the most pleasing thing, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but it would be holding the Broncos to zero. Uh, South Sydney, they can tend to clock off during games, and I think they still did to some extent in this game, but it didn't lead to points, which was good to see. Uh, Supercoach-wise... Kick off with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Gagai top scored this game, 115 points. Cody Walker with 110. Campbell Gray 107. So three guys scoring over 100, a good knock. Cam Murray with a sensational 91. AJ with an 80. Latrell Mitchell, 71. He updated pretty well there. Harm Saleh, 70. Jacob Host, 61. Tane Milne, 56. Adam Reynolds, 53. Kulaman Tungy, 52. Jairo, 52. Damien Cook. Under 50, still 47. I know a lot of people are talking about him and going him over the next few weeks because he is a little bit cheaper. But, geez, I think you're hoping against hope there, to be honest with you. Another highlight for me in this game also, sorry, I forgot to mention Blake Taff, kid that I've had really high, I've held in really high regard for quite some time now. I think he's going to be a real star of the future. And I think you saw with some of the touches there the other night, he was very impressive as well. For the Brisbane Broncos. Lodge top scored this one in Supercoach with 80 points for the Broncos. Haas, 57. TPJ, potentially his last game for the Brisbane Broncos, 56. Rabati, 51. Uh, so in a 46 nil drumming, Rabati, we know he's got high-end upside uh, in attack as well. So a guy to really keep an eye on. A good one for draft over the next few weeks. Turpin, 47. Tyson Gamble, 36. Farnworth got a 30. Flegler, another disappointing 29. Carmichael Hunt, 27. Looks well and truly out of his depth at the moment, unfortunately. Tessie New, 15. Xavier Coates, 9 into getting dropped from the Origin side. Not a good week for Xavier Coates there. Second game, the early game on Thursday, we saw the North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Cronulla Sharks, a game that I tipped the Sharkies to win in this one. They did get the job done. Uh, I really enjoyed this game, to be honest. It's really exciting, really good finish. Obviously, Kyle Feld, he scored two tries in the last six or seven minutes uh, to get them back in the balance here. But the Cronulla Sharks, they held on to win this one. Um, and this is just the way the Sharks do it. Yeah, it's never going to be pretty. It's always going to be an ugly sort of affair. But this is how they just go about their business as Sharks. This is who they've been for a long time and I don't know maybe they'll change, change under Craig Fitzgibbon but I can't say I'm overly convinced that they will to be perfectly honest with you uh, I thought Will Kennedy once again he was unreal Will Kennedy we're going to touch on him a little bit later in the week Sean Johnson another try assist had a strong game as well uh, but yeah I, I just think at the moment Will, Will Kennedy is just playing unreal footy I, I, I just I know people give him a lot of raps but I don't think he gets the recognition he should um, Sivitalikai Played 47 minutes. His first 30 minutes in attack, he was the best player on the field in defense, potentially the worst player on the field. So Siffer, he's got to find some sort of a middle ground there because the potential he's got is like very few people in rugby league. It looks like Tyg Wilden might take that edge spot. I'm not sure if they'll give Siffer another go there or not, but Tyg went in in defense in the second half and did a really good job. Not even in the second half, in about the 25th minute when they took Siffer off. So a bit of pressure on Siffer here. Um... A guy that, as you all know, I've I've had I've got so much hype around this guy. I think he's such a superstar. And you saw with the ball the other day. I think their first three tries were scored off Sifatalico runs. He just bends the line like not many guys in rugby league. But defensively, you cannot be leaking points like he did the other night. Thought for the Cowboys, Tommy Dean was really strong. His start to the game, he scored a really good try. Laid on another good one, so he was very impressive. Val Holmes is everywhere once again, running for 260 metres. Reese Robson, an absolute shift in the middle with 54 tackles as well. 
Supercoach wise in this game, top scorer from a losing side, Kyle Felt, 107, probably scored 50 of those points in the last 10 minutes. Tommy Dearden, 76. Val Holmes, 66. Jarvid Bowen just keeps on producing points. This fella, 56 points, put a really nice move uh, on. I think it would have been Will Chambers at one point. Uh, Jason Tamalolo, 54. I think that the uh, Tamalolo Express and Supercoach, I, I think it's Red Rover, to be honest with you. Shane Wright, 54. Francis Molo, 52, into an Origin debut. Very exciting for him. Burr, 48. Reese Robson, 45. Mitch Dunn, 43. No one else overly relevant there. Yeah, Scott Drinkwater, get a 41. Uh, Tuolagi, Got a 34. I mean, if that's the worst you get out of him, not bad. And the hammer, we know if he's not scoring meaties, he's in a bit of trouble scoring-wise. Come up with a nine there. For the Cronulla Sharks, Aaron Woods top score was 79. Will Kennedy, 74. Will Chambers, 72 with a try. Mulatalo, 71. Toby Rudolph, 61. He's putting up some great scores at the moment, Toby Rudolph. He's going really well. Sean Johnson with a line break and a try assist, 59. Tolman, 58. Mr. Consistent there, still doing it. Blake Braley, 52. Matty Moylan, 52. Jesse Ramey and a little pod people are looking at. I know that I'm looking at over the next few weeks, 51. Connor Tracy, 49. Tyg Wilden came on and got a 43. Siffa Talakai. Now, Siffa only got 35, but I'll tell you what, I thought he was heading for 80 after 20 minutes, uh, and then it all just turned to shit. So I think the Whisperer posted something about um, after about the 20th minute, I, you know, you have to bring in Siffa Talakai this week, and that's the lines I was thinking down as well. But a bit hard to tell what's going to happen now with the Siffa Talakai situation. A very disappointing 35 points from him to finish that game. Uh, the next game after that, Friday night, Penrith Panthers taking on the Sydney Roosters. And the Sydney Roosters got out to an early lead in this one. Um, Not how I expected this game to go in any way, shape, or form, to be completely honest with you. I thought the Panthers would win. Uh, I didn't expect the Roosters to come out and put on the show that they did. I thought probably their best was Adam Kieran. Um, Obviously a guy that I've been talking about for a number of weeks now. I'm a big fan of this guy. I think he's got huge potential. Um, A lot of people messaged me about him during the preseason saying he should be the halfback. And I said all along, I don't think he should be the seven. But you've got to have him in this side somewhere. I think he might have found his spot at hooker. I really do like him there. Uh, But... You know, the Penrith Panthers, this is this is another situation where they're they're in a different situation. They're put in an awkward spot where they have to fight their way back in. They were down twelve nil after fifteen minutes at Penrith in the rain. Very tough. From that point on, you know, from the fifteenth minute on essentially, so in the last sixty five minutes, they won that game thirty eight nil against the Sydney Roosters. Uh scored their first try off a kick. Very sort of uh, against the play. Uh, you know, obviously there was a sin bidding as well uh, for the Roosters in the 22nd minute. So that, you know, Brian Toto scored just after that. But I, I feel like once the Penrith Panthers score once, they're going to score another three in the next 20 minutes. They're just that sort of a team. They're infectious when it comes to scoring points at the moment. It was a huge test for the Penrith Panthers. A huge test for Nathan Cleary as well. And I think he passed it with flying colours. I thought he was unreal the other night, Nathan Cleary. So impressive watching the way he's maturing. Obviously, the Roosters, we all know they're missing a heap of troops. Obviously, then missing Sam Walker on top of that. Um, Takiyaho, he's nowhere near the footballer that we know he can be at the moment, which is very disappointing. But... Mate, this Penrith team, they just keep rolling on. And, you know, I know I've given him so many compliments, but Nathan Cleary, I'm just so impressed with the way he goes around his footy. Panthers, obviously missing Kikau, but, I mean, you take Kikau out and they've got so many guys that are ready to step up in this team. They're going to be really tough to beat this year. And, you know, we'll talk about the Melbourne Storm later, but, fuck, at the moment, it's looking like a real two-horse race with, you know, a Tommy Trevojevic floating around there, a Parramatta Eels that we don't know what they're going to do on the big stage, a Sydney Roosters missing a heap of guys, and a South Sydney Rabbitohs that 
We know they've got the points to compete with these two top teams, but their defense is nowhere near the level of these other two. So a really open competition here with, you know, a keen two front runners that are well and truly ahead, then a three or four wild cards underneath that that are hard to get a read on. Uh, in this game, Supercoach-wise, the Prince of Penrith, Nathan Cleary, top scored 140. Brian To'o, 106. Isaiah Yo 85. Matty Burton with a 76. James Fisher-Harris, 54. Leota, 49. Kurt Capewell, 44. Liam Martin, 43. Stephen Crichton with a try, 43. Uh, Charlie Staines with a 42. Jerome Luai, 40. The people that brought him in a few weeks ago, they've been extremely disappointed. I'm not sure if he's gone over 50 in the last four or five weeks. Dylan Edwards, another disappointing 39, considering him. Uh, Abby Curacao, 26 there as well. For the Sydney Roosters, Angus Crichton top scored, 82. JWH, 55. Kieran, 55. Teddy, 54. Takiaho 46. Considering Takiaho got Sinbin in this game to still get 46, and fuck, he had an absolute shocker at halftime. A pretty good score there. He was he was on nine points at halftime, came back and essentially scored 35 points in the second half. So a good knock by him, considering how far away he is from the best football we've seen him play. Josh Morris, a 40. Lockie Lamb, a 37. Bit of a disappointing game from Lamb. Joey Manu, 37, playing at 5'8". I think he laid on the first try, then uh, went missing after that. Daniel Tupu, 23. Suwali, 22. Ikevalu, 17. And that wraps up all of our guys from the Sydney Roosters and Penrith Panthers game. Saturday afternoon. And I had to rewatch these games earlier today. I, uh, as I mentioned, to you guys, I was at the casino on Saturday, so there was not much footy being seen. I watched them all, but out of uh, groggy eyes and behind a couple of bourbons. Uh, the Newcastle Knights versus the New Zealand Warriors. I mean, if you would have said to me, "There's going to be under 20 points scored in this game," I would have laughed at you. If you would have said there's going to be under 30 points scored in this game, I would have laughed at you. If you would have said under 40. I probably smirk at you. I, I can't believe there were 16 points scored in this game. Uh, horrendous conditions. And there was just so many mistakes on both sides of the ball uh, that I can't believe there wasn't more points scored. I, You know, as I said, I was on the drink and I didn't get to watch this game too closely. And, fuck, I'm not sure if I'm that disappointed, to be honest with you. The one guy that stood out for me, though, uh, from the winning side, the Knights, Daniel Saifidi. He was unbelievable the other day, and I spoke about it the other day when Freddie picked him a couple of years and we all laughed and giggled. He's absolutely nailed it. This guy's a premier front rower in our game. He is sensational. Mitch Barnett played big minutes for the first time in a long time as soon as we all gave up hope. Adam O'Brien, he's an absolute nightmare for me, super coach-wise. Very hard to get a read on. Mitchell Pearce, he made a good return and a big win for Newcastle to win this one. Obviously, without Caelan Ponga, um, you know, it just shows the sort of value that Mitchell Pearce brings to this side. I also thought Jake Clifford was really good. He's made a really good impression since arriving there. Uh, for the New Zealand Warriors, a tough, tough day at the office. Uh, yeah, Tohu Harris did a heap of work. Adam Fanua Blake was really solid in his return, but obviously missing a couple of guys, obviously missing the hooker. So, Joe Tavega jumped in at nine. Uh, you know, they had the debutante come off the bench. Um Colo, I, th- I believe his last name is. He the, the, the little that I saw, he looked good without being great. But, uh, yeah, disappointing. Obviously, Reese Walsh and Roger Tulvasashek, both very quiet. Didn't really have much impact on this game, either of them. So, uh, tough day for the Warriors. Obviously, not ideal conditions going to Newcastle. Uh, a bit of a shit fight. This game was really anyone's. I mean, 
Newcastle won. I wouldn't say they played well. Warriors lost. I wouldn't say they played terribly. I wouldn't say they played that much worse than the Knights, to be honest with you. So a uh, bit of a nothing game here for me, if I'm completely honest. Uh, Super coach wise top scorer for the Newcastle Knights, Mitch Pearce, 80. Daniel Saifedi, as we said, 75, essentially, in base. Barnett, 64. Brody Jones, 63. Lockie Fitzgibbon, 60. David Clemmer, 49. Jake Clifford, 49. Jacob Saifiti, 43. Connor Watson, a disappointing 40. Uh, you want more from him. But in a game like this, to get 40, probably a good knock. Jaden Braley, a very disappointing 32 there. Uh, Heimel Hunt, 31. Dominic Young, 25. Kurt Mann, 24. For the New Zealand Warriors, Supercoach Tohu Harris top scored this entire game with 91 points. Very impressive. Katoa, 71. I think he had a couple of line breaks in there. AFB, 58 points. One guy that I think we're going to be talking about a lot in Supercoach over the next few weeks. He'll obviously play in round 17 as well, so very exciting there. Jazz Vega, 56. Ewan Aitken, 55. Cody Nicarima, 50. Kane Evans, 44. Josh Curran, 44. A bit disappointing there from Curran as well, if you're an owner like myself. Armour, 31. Reese Walsh, very disappointing, 30 points there. I thought he'd go really big in this game, a guy I've been really high on. Uh, probably scored about 42, but dropped so much ball that uh, would have cost him a number of points there. And, of course, now... Uh, I was talking up, you know, if he doesn't make origin, he's now been named at fullback. Not alone, not only is he in the squad, he's playing fullback, so he will not be there for round 17. Very disappointing, super coach-wise. But the big plus, Roger Torvasashek, he will be there in round 17, so one to keep an eye on there. And if you're a Roger Torvasashek draft owner, you've done very well for yourself, but unfortunately on the weekend, only 23 points from Roger the Dodger. Uh, the second game, the Dragons versus the Canberra Raiders, and... I mean, the Canberra Raiders got out to a lead and got done. It's just becoming the same old narrative, unfortunately, in the nation's capital. This one played at Wynn Stadium, of course, but the Canberra Raiders. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This narrative, it is just becoming too real, isn't it? It is so hard to watch them at the moment. Um, I think they led 20 to 6 in this one and got run down very very disappointing. When Joey Tapanay scored his try, I thought, oh, they're, they're going to run away with this. And then Gerard Bell, he scored his try in the 50th minute. Uh, Tyrell Sloan on debut, fantastic scenes there. A nice little chip over the top. Then Normie laid it on for him. And then Normie sealed the deal in the 68th minute scoring there. Uh, you know, all really came down to the last few plays there. I still thought Canberra were going to get him, to be honest with you. But the Dragons, I don't know, they just keep finding a way to hang on the St. George of the Dragons. So a good win for them. But once again, oh fuck, I, I wouldn't say that either team was overly impressive. Um, not a great game of football. I must say that some of these close games, the Knights and the Warriors, the Dragons and the Raiders, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I was rat shit for all of them. But when I watched the replays, I think I enjoyed watching Melbourne put together tries and the South Sydney Rabbitohs put together entertaining tries in these close games. It just wasn't a high-end level of football in these ones. For the Dragons, uh, Ben Hunt, top scored in Supercoach, 132. Corey Norman, 86. Paul Vaughan, 81. Jack Bird, 69. A good score there. Andrew McCulloch, 64. Fuck, he's made some tackles the last few weeks. Jack DeBellin started at 13. 
60 points. Very, very impressive there from Jack DeBellin. Billy Burns, 58. Tariq Sims, 49. Blake Laurie, 48. Uh, Tyrell Sloan on debut, 35 with a try. Not great, but it was just one of those sort of shit fight sort of games. Josh Kerr, 27. Ravalawa, 27. Cody Ramsey, disappointing, 21. For the Canberra Raiders, top scorer Joey Tapanay with a try, 80. Corey Huddleware and Naira with a try, 79. Elliot Whitehead, 74. Josh Hodgson with a solid 73. Ryan Sutton, 66. He just keeps on keeping on Ryan Sutton. Josh Rapali, 63. Jackie Whiten, 60. Sebastian Chris, 59. Rapana, 48. Gula, 41. Bailey Simonson, a lot of people were very keen on him, 39 points this week. Tomoko, 36. Guy, I thought he would do much better than that. Tomoko, I've still got huge wraps on him. Tommy Starling coming off the bench at eight. And Xavier Savage made his debut, a guy that I know a lot of Raiders fans have big, big wraps on this kid. Xavier Savage is a fullback that's been playing cup footy for a couple of weeks now. Um, I've, the first time I've seen him this year, so he might have been there last year as well, but he got on for a bit of a uh, illegal debut from what I've gathered, scoring just the one super coach point in his first great debut bit of a sneaky one there I will move to the last game on Saturday night and I was absolutely cactus by the time this game started I'd done my ass I'd had a heap of drinks and I was just rat shit but I don't think I was in as bad form as the Tigers now a team that I've been very negative on the last week and um, I got a heap of backlash a heap of pushback about you know uh, Michael Maguire it's not his fault the defense isn't what you know whatever fuck they conceded 30 points in the first 18 minutes 30 points in the first 18 minutes. Um, just, I mean, we joke about turnstiles, mate. This was the fucking e-tag. They were just letting blokes go through. Bip, see ya. There's another media. It was just, it was unbelievable watching this game. They just tore them to pieces, the Melbourne Storm. I could not believe what I was watching. And, I, God, I feel for Michael Maguire. They scored in the second, the fourth, the ninth, the twelfth, and the fifteenth minute scored five tries in 15 minutes. I mean, when you think about how long it takes to a water try, convert the goals, I mean, I feel like that would take 15 minutes alone, just putting the thing down, going upstairs, and then kicking the goal takes another minute 30. I mean, just crazy to think about how many points they put on early. I think it was like 40 nil at half time, or just something ridiculous. Yeah, 40 nil at half time. Finished up 66 to 16. I mean, Still got beat 26-16 to 16 in the second half. Very disappointing for the West Tigers. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stick the foot into the Tigers because the Melbourne Storm, they are an unbelievable side. And I'm not sure how many teams would have stopped them from scoring that many points outside of the top five sides realistically the other night. They were unreal. It's not just because it was the Tigers. They would have done this to a number of sides if they faced them in the form they were in the other night. But... Uh, very disappointing for the West Tigers. One of the low points of this season, if not the low point. If not the low point of potentially this franchise. To be down 40-0 at halftime, concede 66 points. Ridiculous. And we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, the big test for the West Tigers would be their run over the next few weeks. And, mate, I just saw a heap of white flags out there the other night. And I don't know what Michael Maguire said to him at halftime, but... You know, I don't know if there was any point him saying anything, to be honest with you. I'm not sure if you even razzed them in that game or if, you know, personally, I wouldn't have even gone down and spoken to them. I would have just left them because, fuck it, well, well, what's the point? Well, what are you going to get out of them? I mean, I, I just, I got such a disappointing game. I don't even know what you do at training this week for the West Tigers. And it's a terrible time for this to happen because now they're going to go into the bye week. They get two weeks before they get to redeem themselves. And in two weeks, guess who they play? The South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, if you're a team with a poor defensive effort, my God, 
this is not the team you want to play. This is the team that is probably the hardest to prepare for. At least with the Melbourne Storm, at least with the Panthers, you have sort of a set structure you can sort of get yourself ready for. Fuck, who knows what South Sydney are going to do with guys like Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell at the helm. They can just come at you so many different ways that they don't know what they're doing until they're at you and they're over the line. So, yeah, God, it's going to be a tough, tough couple of weeks for the Melbourne Storm, for the West Tigers. You obviously go into the bye round, you play South Sydney, and then they have their bye as well. You have rep round, South Sydney, then their bye because they played in round 13. So, I mean, over the next four weeks, they're going to play one game of footy. So, a dreadful time to be sitting at 66 to 16 for a couple of weeks. It's going to be a grim few weeks of training there. Supercoach-wise in this game, unbelievably, only one player for the Melbourne Storm went over 100 points, which is just batshit crazy. It was Jerome Hughes. He was my man of the match, 123. Dale Finney came with a very solid 92. Nico Hines, 84. The Cheese, 79 in about 15 minutes. Felice Cafusi, 75. Tommy Eisenhuth, 66 and an injury, unfortunately. A big loss there. Cameron Munster, 66. Asafa Solomona, 65. Rima Smith, 61. And another injury there too. Olam, 61. Harry Grant, 59. And another injury there. Josh Adokar, 55. Christian Welsh, 48. Kamakamika, 42. Georgie Jennings, 40. Aaron Penne, 26. And Chris Lewis, 8. For the West Tigers, good God. Luke Garner scored a meaty, 76. Dane Laurie, 61. Luciano Lelua, 43. Alex, 12, 42. David Nofaluma, 42. It should be noted, Luciano Lelou also got hooked in this game. Then they had a couple of injuries to Sean Bloor and whatnot, so he got to go back on. So even their stars, I mean, yeah, I don't know. And I, But don't worry, it's all right, guys. Tavita Pango Jr. might be there soon, so it'll all be sweet. Uh, David Nofaluma, 42 points. Jacob Little, 41. Luke Brooks, 39. Stefano, 38. Mbai, 36. Talao, 33. Tom Amoni, 27. James Tamo, 26. Kenny Mamalo, on debut, 25. Offa Hengawi, 22. Jimmy the Jet, 15. Sean Bloor, obviously injured with seven points there. And, um, I mean, if you tally up the entire Supercoach scores from this game, the West Tigers, 591. Melbourne Storm, 1,050. Uh, just, it's like a 500-point swing there. Simply incredible. I think one thing that I will just touch on in this game before I move on to do with the West Tigers, I heard someone talking the other day that when you watch them behind the b- behind the post after a try was scored, and this has been the thing that I said all off-season. Who is the guy that is going to talk behind the sticks when they're down and they need to get back into a game? You know who was the guy that was talking? Robbie Farrar. Robbie Farrow was the guy talking to this team. He was the main voice out there. I mean, th- this has been the problem all along. You can tell me to get stuffed. You can tell me to fuck off. Whatever you want, that's completely fine. This has always been the problem with the West Tigers. They lack serious leaders in key positions. Uh, I think they've got the wrong personnel all around this squad. Let's move on anyway, though. Sunday afternoon footy. Parramatta Eels taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. And the Bulldogs have put up a really good fight in this game. I was very impressed with them. And then... You know, some of that old Canterbury stuff started to sprinkle back into it. Um, they were up 10-6 at halftime. Uh, Mitch Moses scored a try just after halftime, which just epitomized the Bulldogs and how they've been going this year. The dummy half throws it to Dylan Napa standing there like a statue. I think there was a pigeon taking a shit on his shoulder. Hits him on the arm. The ball bounces away. Mitch Moses kicks it through to score. He gets tackled. He gets a penalty try out of it. And after that, they just couldn't keep up with the Eels after that. I think they mounted another, what, 30-odd points or something in the last 30 minutes. So, 
Sean Russell on debut, scored two tries in the last 10 minutes. Pretty good afternoon out for him. Gutho, strong game as well, but Canterbury, very, very disappointing for them, uh, especially coming off a win last week and in a game that they were in until half time. And then, you know, with, with some of these better teams, I wouldn't say the best teams, Parramatta, but some of these better teams, if you just give them a sniff, it's Red Rover. I thought Nathan Brown, he was unreal as well. 40 tackles, had a try assist as well. He was great, Nathan Brown. Isaiah Papali'i ran for 230 metres once again. He was unreal. A heap of tackle breaks too. Uh, very disappointing for Canterbury. Supercoach-wise in this one, Mitch Moses top scored 108. Clint Gutherson, 93. Isaiah Papali'i, 89. Sean Russell, 82. Sean Lane, 80, scoring a try. Nathan Brown, 76. Regan Campbell-Gillard, 70. Ryan Madison, 56 with a try. That's a big worry there. Junior Paulo, 55. Hasn't Junior Paulo, his scores, I mean, I haven't really noticed it because I don't have him in classic or in draft, but one of my mates that's got him in drafts, I had a look at his scores the other day and I couldn't believe how poorly he's gone. Dylan Brown, 48. Joey Lussick, 39. Nia Corey, 31. Wonga Blake, 27. Nathaniel Roach, good to see him back in first grade. Big fan of Nathaniel Roach, just needs a good run of injuries. 20 points. Tommy Opachik, 20 as well. For the Canterbury Bulldogs, Jeremy Marshall King, top scored 66, looking to be in some great form at the moment. Dylan Napa with a try, 61. Wakeham, 60. Josie Jackson, 52. Katoa, 49. Jack Hetherington, 43. Luke Thompson, a disappointing 42. Matt Dory, 41. Avarillo, 41. Adam Elliott, 40. Will Hopawade, 32. Kotrick, 24. Meany, 21 there. They're the only real relevant guys for the Canterbury Bulldogs. Last game of the week. And what a roller coaster this was. My God, I cannot believe how this one played out either. Uh, talk about a game of two halves. Now, the Titans, I thought they looked great in the first half. They played some really good footy. They scored some really good tries. Um, they led 24-8 at half time. 24-8. And I thought, wow, what a performance that was. They lost 56-24. to Unbelievable. 46 points scored in the second half by the Manly Seagulls and led by you-know-who, Tommy Trevojevic. He was unbelievable. I think we tipped him to score two tries in our preview podcast. Well, he went one better. He scored three. He was probably unlucky not to get about seven, realistically. He was unbelievable, Tom Trevojevic. I believe he almost broke the record. I think he was about 30 points short of breaking um, Nathan Cleary's supercoach record from a couple of weeks ago. But... I mean, second overall, Tom Trevojevic, 208 points. Incredibly impressive. And, you know, we spoke earlier about these two top teams and how good they are. But this guy on his day, he can just do away with any team, anyone. It doesn't matter. Tom Trevojevic, when he's in this much form and this in such rich form, I just think he's just too hard to handle. He's an incredible footballer, Tommy Turbo, and a guy that we should feel really privileged that we're able to watch. An incredible athlete. Ruben Garrick had a cracking game as well. Uh, did really well. Supercoach-wise, in this game, we'll start. We'll kick off with the Titans. Top scorer, David Fafita, 83. Tyrone Peachy, 73. Jaden Campbell, 60. I thought he was great in this game. His kicking game was really good. Laid on a few tries there. Big Tino, 59 points. Mo Fodawaka, 52. Paddy Herbert, 49. Marshew, 49 points at the try. Jamal Fogarty, 47. Ash Taylor, 42. Uh, Jared Wallace, 31. Uh, no one else really standing out there. Brian Kelly, a guy that a couple of people probably own, 21 points. Disappointing there from him. Okay, Manly Seagulls headline. Tom Trevojevic, 208 points. Ruben Garrick, 156. Kieran Foran, big Fozzie returns with the 96. DCE, 85. Uh, Jason Saab, 67. Taniela Paseca, 
57. Did you see the line break off the uh, off the kickoff? My God. A guy that I've been saying I wish he knew how big he was. Hopefully he's just realised. I've already dropped him in draft, so I'm kind of hoping not. But And, of course, I played him in draft this weekend, and he broke the line off the kickoff. Unbelievable. Marty Tapao, 53. Carl Lawton, another really impressive performance, coming in with 49 points there. Sean Kepe, good on return, 47 points. Dylan Walker, I thought he was sensational the other night. He looked really dangerous in the 14 jersey, 40 points. Morgan Harper, 38. Uh, no one else overly relevant there. Ben Trevojevic with six points there. Uh, that wraps up our round 15 review podcast. Obviously, we've got Origin this weekend, rep round, so we won't have a preview or a review of the whole round. We'll have a lot of Origin content coming. Stay tuned tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be diving into our most underrated fullbacks of all time, so stay tuned for that. Really excited to have a look at that. A lot of those fullbacks have been put forward for, by you guys as well, so if you have suggested one, keep an ear out for your name. Very excited for that one. And then, of course, we've got class joining us once again to go through the Titans best 17 of the NRL era which obviously doesn't kick off in 98 for the Titans it kicks off uh, in 2007 when they came into the competition so very very excited to bring you that one stay tuned for all of that over the next couple of days hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.